day. My name is Ryan King. I'm one of the senior legal advisors at CISA head office in Pretoria. Good day. My name is Juan Duplessis. I'm also one of the legal advisors at CISA Pretoria. Today's topic is an interesting one. It's a court case that has come all the way back from 2014 and was recently ruled on by the Constitutional Court. And this is the matter of National Union of Metal Workers of South Africa versus Aveng Trident Steel. And the matter has its basis in a retrenchment process that was started by an employer whereby they reached an agreement in order to restructure employees' positions and duties to allow for a better operational structure for the employer. The issue then came to head when NUMSA effectively reneged on that agreement and argued then after the matter then was finalized, in other words, the employees were then retrenched to say that they were automatically unfairly retrenched in terms of Section 187, Subsection 1, Subsection C of the Labor Relations Act. Now, there's been arguments to and fro, Johan, in this matter, and it's come all the way from 2014, and it's gone through every single one of our courts. Yeah, Ryan, it's also an interesting one, this. I find it quite fascinating. Yeah, it dealt with, like you mentioned, the employees being retrenched after an agreement was reached between the parties. There was a couple of hundred employees that opted for a voluntary retrenchment package and then other employees that continued with employment under the new agreement. And then obviously NUMSA went back on that agreement. The employer terminated them and obviously didn't pay the severance pay as well because obviously a reasonable alternative was given. The court was quite clear to say one party cannot just simply retract from an agreement if they don't see fit or don't get any benefit from it. And the court was very reluctant to say that parties must be hesitant to do this. So I think the big takeaway from this case that I see is that this allows an employer who's actually willing to negotiate in good faith with the union particularly when it's consultation and on the basis of an anticipated retrenchment. And if he comes up and says, look, I have a reasonable alternative to keep the employees employed one. And if you agree to it, we can also continue to be operationally strong. And that ultimately was the offer that Trident or Aveng offered NUMSA at the time. And the matter went on and they were happily doing so for six months. Suddenly, the reneging by NUMSA led to a, an issue where Aveng then indicated, well, we now have attempted the last alternative I had was the operational structure that we agreed upon initially. If you don't renege onto it, I have no choice but to say, well, operationally, I have to now retrench. And the courts absolutely upheld that. That's correct, Ryan. The court mentioned that the parties must negotiate in good faith. And I think Aveng did so in good faith. It was obviously, again, from the union side that they went back on the agreement. But what we must keep in mind is this does not give employers carte blanche on employees' working conditions and salaries to just change it as they wish to do so. This must be an economically viable alternative, not only for downsizing, but also to keep the entire labor force because the aim of a retrenchment is to keep the entire labor force and to dismiss as less people as possible. Absolutely. I think the courts consistently, all the way through the labor court, labor appeal court, and even in the constitutional court, the aspect of bona fide or good faith uh, negotiation was one that was rung through the entire process. And the courts were very happy to turn around and say, but look, you know, what is an employer supposed to do? If he's exhausted all alternatives, 
particular ones that one keeps people employed, sustains jobs, uh, yes, not in the same conditions of employment that were previously enjoyed, but they weren't horrible conditions of employment. There was uh, just a restructuring of titles, duties and responsibilities to make the operational structure a little bit more streamlined. And uh, the courts were quite satisfied that that would not constitute an automatically unfair dismissal. And that the dismissal then, ultimately after the retrenchment was concluded, was both procedurally and substantively fair. Ryan, you're correct there. It's also a very important thing for employers to take into consideration this, also taking into consideration the COVID period that we're currently in, because some of the companies might take a, take a dip now, but in a couple of years' time or months' time, they might pick up. So this is a great opportunity for them to use this in this period as well. So it's another small win for the employers. Absolutely. And I think, you know, sense has rung true. And it's been an issue that we were concerned about because this case has gone through every one of the courts. And we were quite satisfied with the initial ruling because I think that was the correct interpretation of the Act, particularly the interpretation of Section 187. So finally, employers can breathe a sigh of relief and we can apply the law the way it's meant to be applied. 100% correct there. Thank you, Johan. It's been a fantastic discussion. Mm-hmm.